the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. And the problem in church is some of us can't handle correction. You get offended. You take it personal. You're attacking me and my feelings. Get over yourself. Everyone gets corrected. It's life. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. When I go back to school and show the pictures, this is a win. (laughs) Amen. I don't know what your win is. But don't let no man tell you no if God has called yes to you. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not below. You are blessed coming in and blessed coming out. You better know your name. I have favor on my life because I am God's favorite. My God, you better say it for yourself. I have favor on my life because I'm God's favorite. I'm the apple of his eye, and praise God, my steps have been ordered by him. And Lord, I thank you today that your word says, no good thing shall you withhold from those who walk uprightly. So Father God, I thank you the windows of heaven are open to me. Lord, I thank you today that the doors I knock on will open. Father God, I thank you today that you are raising up people to use their power, their ability, and their influence to help fulfill the vision you have given me. Lord, I thank you today that the best way to predict my future is to speak it, for the words is death and life are in the power of the tongue. The word says that we shall decree a thing and we shall be sold. So, Father God, I thank you today that I speak it into the atmosphere. And, Father God, my future is being created by the words of my mouth. And, Lord, I thank you today that I call it done in Jesus' name. Everyone say, I received that for my life. Come on, I received that for my life. Come on, praise God right there. I received that for my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That boy, that boy went there. I said, Jay, 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 you went way past, man. I said, but I haven't seen you like this before. You're a really quiet and reserved cat. I said, but today, something got in you. I like that. That thing need to stay in you more. Amen. Hallelujah. Boldness. The Bible says the righteous are bold as lions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where am I at? Verse 18, therefore I counsel you to purchase for me gold, yea, refined, to be truly wealthy, and white clothes to clothe you, praise God, and this is talking about a new identity, to keep the shame of your nudity and be, of being seen, and salve your eyes, uh, uh, 
Laodicea was known for an oil, or, or an eye ointment. So he's saying the stuff you put in your eyes is not working because you can't see. Glory to God. Verse 19, those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I tell them their faults, convict and convince and reprove and chasten, I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic in earnest and burning with zeal. Repent, change your mind, attitude. I was reading this story uh, this week from uh, Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson. He was on an interview on one of my sports shows I was watching, and they said, what makes the New England Patriots different? He said, because if y'all watch football, New England is always at the top. He said, what makes them different? Chad said, well, the first day I got signed with New England Patriots, in our first meeting, Coach Belichick put up a game that, uh, that Tom Brady played against the New York Jets. It was the last game of that season. That they didn't win the championship that year. And he says, Coach Belichick, Kelchick, Belichick went in on Tom Brady. And, I mean, he said he cut him to pieces. And he says, after I saw him cut up Tom Brady, I was in line the rest of the time. Because if you could talk to Tom Brady like that, I know you'll find me. And what he says was, the reason they're successful is, see, the highest can handle correction. And the problem in church is some of us can't handle correction. You get offended. You take it personal. You're attacking me and my feelings. Get over yourself. Everyone gets corrected. It's life. I told that boy Josiah, I said, son, you have to ask. You know, I always talk to my kids. I said, you know, they were, they were at the basketball camp, and they were all doing dunks in between practices. And I said, son, I see your eyes lighting up to dunking. Close them. I said, that's not wisdom. I said, dunking a ball in between practices will not get you where you want to be. Because if you do that and tear your ACL, you're lost. That's not a part of the camp. But those, and I'm not mad at those young men. I said, but they don't belong to me. Your mind, wisdom. You don't have to prove it. That's not part of the test today. Wisdom. So then I tell Josiah, when Josiah makes a mistake, I said, Josiah, was that wisdom? Explain it to me. Why, what could you have done better? So we went to one of our friends' house in Atlanta. So I see Josiah pull the little boy off to the side. Hey, man, how your daddy afford all this? What he doing? I said, come, come, come here, come here. <laughs> come, come, come here, child. Anybody have to grab your, just, 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 just come over here. Sit right. Don't be asking people their business, man. You don't know them like that. Shut up. But daddy, you told me to ask questions. <laughs> Anybody have that child be asking questions at the wrong time? Charlie. Jesus. Then we get in the car to go eat dinner. He asked it again, didn't he, Charmaine? So what do you say? Yeah, we had to tell him to stop. I said, Josiah, stop, man. Please, don't, don't do this no more. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I love your questions, but not now. No, don't ask about their money. Don't ask about what they do. He might be a drug dealer, and we just love Jesus. Don't do that. <laughs> We're trying to get home tonight. Please. Don't ask me about their money. No, you eight years old, and you were trying to pump information out of a little boy, little boy, six years old. He's talking about, I don't know what my daddy does. I said, I said, I said this dude, Josiah, is a private eye, okay? He, he. 
So I had to check him. I said, come on. I said, son, don't do that. So how about this? If I don't correct you, it means I don't love you. I love you because, I correct you because I love you. So if I don't correct you like your kids, you're really saying I don't love my children. So now you got to make a decision. Do, do I really love my kids? Because see, either, the, either God's a, the truth and every man's a liar. He says, so for those he loves, he corrects. I, I had one of my coaches say, Jomo, he says, when I stop talking to you, start packing your bags. But as long as I'm talking to you, you still got a chance. Marriage folk, as long as they still talking to you, you all right. When they stop talking, the sleep with one eye open. Because <laughs> as long as we talking, we can work on something. Nah, if you, if you have sleep with one eye open, just leave. Till <laughs> so, so y'all figure that out. Look what Hebrews says, for the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone, 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 everyone. I want y'all to hear that because sometimes you feel like the people or your superiors don't get corrected. God is a God of order. And you may not see their correction, but bless God, they get corrected. Everyone does. My God, we were on a plane. We had the, the, the front seat to the plane, me and my crew, and... um. I was put, you know, I'm, I'm the, the, the designated uh, bagger stuffer of things. Amen. So I tell everybody, I said, I got this. So I'm packing stuff up, and I put my back in and let the steward say, no, 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 don't do that. Bag, space, space, bag. I, I don't see a sign that says don't. You know, all you know, my brain is working. God's like, oh. I said, praise the Lord. I said, okay. I said, you know what? I said, no problem. Uh, this is your space and you have authority here. Because, see, I understand if I try to overstep my bounds, uh, TSA will be here very quickly. And uh, I'll be off the plane, out the airport, and arrested. So, therefore, you got it. <laughs> Whatever you like. And, see, what oftentimes we forget about authority. And we want to rebel. But you better know where you're located when you start rebelling. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. 
Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. They're actually, they were young people, they were drunk on the plane, and um, it was really cussing, really loud, right? Like, you know what's right behind you? And, the, and, you know, the alcohol is so strong, you smell it on your ear. Some of y'all never had some of stuff. Well, you smell your, your ear smell. Oh, Jesus. Man, so I said, dude, you need to hold it down, bro. Who are you talking to? Man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. You got the alcohol courage. I will break your face, man. Please. <laughs> you know when you try to calm yourself down? <laughs> I said, I said, so I said it again. I said, man, keep, look, they got kids on the plane. He just hold down. I know you're going to Vegas your first time. You probably never left the house before. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know you, 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 you get lit right now on the plane. I'm just saying, please don't cuss around me. It kind of hurts my feelings. Who are you? I said, okay, man. I, I'm, no, I'm a nobody, man. I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody about how I can choke you. But I, <laughs> so <laughs> I was just trying to hold on, y'all. I was trying to hold on. And then, but, you know, I had some of my friends with me. We were all athletes at the time. And, um. Man, I had to go to the problem. Was, I said, Look, we're gonna fix this when we get off the plane, okay? It don't make sense doing that. But we, when we get off the plane, we're gonna handle this, right? Golly. So, before I, so my bags were the back of the plane because they wouldn't let me put my bags where I want to put them. So, you guys can let everybody get off the plane, go get your bag. By the time I get out the bag, my brother hemmed up security because he, you know, he met the guys in the, in the middle of the walkway and he gave him a throat chop. <laughs> <laughs> Athletes, boy, we sleep to eat. <laughs> <laughs> the dude couldn't breathe. They, they hemmed my, my brother up. And the pilot had to come get us. The pilot, he said, no, no, these guys were trying to stop it. So they were going to rescue us three. I wouldn't. I said, this, I come out, I said, what happened? <laughs> I said, man, dude started talking crazy as we were walking off the plane, Jomo. And I had to just, you know, help him with his throat. All you got to do is a little quick chop. No, don't do this. <laughs> but they stopped talking real quick. So I have learned not to start trouble on planes. So the lady told me, stop, stop. And she came back. She said, you know, I, I was kind of rude and abrupt. I said, it's all good. This is your zone. And you have authority. And I honor authority. Because anybody that goes against authority goes against God. And you always lose. Always, always, because God honors authority. Even people who ain't acting right, you better honor. Okay, me leave that alone. Praise the Lord. Look, he says, behold, verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears and listens and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in 
and will eat with him and be with him. Now there's two meetings to come in. Number one, he says, I'm knocking on the door of your heart. How many altar calls are you going to miss? How many times am I going to call on you and you never answer? I keep calling you every Sunday. You won't come to me. You'll come to me. Like, oh, I don't feel like a day. I ain't ready. I ain't right. I ain't holy. Let me help you. You'll never be right. You'll never be holy. You're all, we're always dealing with something. And then the other translation meant this. Jesus is saying, I'm on the outside of your church. Can I come in? I'm outside. Can I come to church? Because, see, I, I don't feel like I'm welcome in your church. So when you read it, some people thought it was just a heart. No, he's saying he's actually outside the door. And he says, I don't feel welcome in your church. Church? We got to look at ourselves. And that's why you have to die to self. Because self will kill all of this. Number 21, he says, he he who overcomes is victorious. I grant him to sit beside me on my throne as as myself overcame, was victorious, and sat down beside my father in heaven. Wisdom keys. Uh, He's able to hear and listen to him and heed what the Holy Spirit says. Okay, wisdom keys. Look what it says. We must stay on fire. Romans 12, 11. Never lag in zeal and earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the Spirit serving the Lord. Every now and then, person, pastor, I don't really go to church. I just watch on TV. I said, well, you're going to burn out. Why, pastor? Why am I going to burn out? Well, for all my barbecue fans, when, you're, when your charcoal gets low and has a little flicker, how can you keep the fire going? Everyone say, add more charcoal. So one charcoal by itself will eventually burn out. But if it's low, all you have to do is add a couple more charcoals around it, and it lights up again. Some of you are burning low because you don't get around enough fire. The reason why you lukewarm is you're not around the fire. Because if you stay around the fire, you're going to stay warm. But if you stay away from the fire, you're going to start to burn out. And all of a sudden, I don't feel it anymore. I don't know. Wishy-washy. Uh. Sometimes I feel like I not. Sometimes I don't. I feel God today. I don't feel God today. No, no. If you stay in the fire, you never get to that place. Rejoice and exalt in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering. Be patient in what? Man, we went to all these trips this week with my kids. I don't know about y'all, but my kids cost me a lot of money. Now, am I the only one that feels this? When I looked at how much I invest in these children, Lord Jesus it's a, I mean, glory to God. Whoo, Jesus. If you look at that number, anybody look at that number lately? Don't do it to yourself. I went ahead and told that whole number one time. I said, I'm working for children. <laughs> when I, I, I'm working for children. And I said, you know, it's all good. Praise the Lord. And I had all these plans this week, y'all. Great plans this week. This is what's going to happen here. This is what's going to happen here. This is what happened here. And guess what? None of it happened. And I had to talk to myself. I said, Jomo. Why do you do this to yourself? Telling God what's going to happen. Anybody try to tell God what's going to happen? You tell God, this is the plan, Lord. This is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what's going to happen. I'm going to marry her. She has two kids, three dogs, and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you marry a heathen, and they're all, Jesus! Because oftentimes, your plan, raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. You had this perfect plan, and, and God, boom! Now what you going to do? 
patient in suffering and tribulation. And look, to be patient in, in suffering, you got to be constant in prayer. <laughs> so I got to stay in hope, but I still got to be steadfast as I go through the storm. And then I got to be constant in prayer. Man, I, I, man, this was going to happen this week, and this was going to happen. And at the end of the week, I looked at my sky. I said, man, I didn't, nothing happened that I thought. I said, but Lord, you're still in control. I got home safely. Praise the Lord. I got, we got in, we landed about 11.45. You never want to be, by the way, you never want to be at Atlanta, Hartsfield Airport at 9.30 on a Sunday night. Because that means you ain't going to get home till, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to sleep about 1.30, got up 5.30, reviewed my notes, and here I am on, on four hours. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. But I'll see, I don't need much. I just need a couple charcoals and some lighter fluid, and I'm ready to go. Because, see, I understand I, I never let my fire get so low. All you got to do is put lighter fluid on me. Glory to God. Contribute to the needs of God's people, sharing in the necessities of the saints. Pursue the practice of hospitality. The next one, Message Bible, look what it says. Don't burn out. And, and we leaving for Chicago tonight. Go see another doctor. Yes, I'm no limit soldier. Yes, Lord Jesus, on the bird again. We've been on three flights this week. Nice stop. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Keep yourself fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Look at your neighbor and say, don't quit. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, don't quit. You might be here the first time. Don't quit. They might be right now debating what they're going to do. Look at the neighbor and say, don't quit. God has brought you too far to leave you now. Don't quit. Look what it says. <laughs> Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'll close with this. Now, we over time a little bit because we went too long in praise and worship, but I'm not, I'm not apologizing for that. I'm just telling you about the time. Amen. Glory to God. As long as glorified, God's glorified, I'm good. Henry Morrison was a missionary to Africa. One day he was coming home from Africa on a ship, which was also carrying Teddy Roosevelt, the president. When the ship docked in New York, thousands of people came to greet the president. But no one cheered for Morrison. Henry Morrison had served the Lord for 40 years in Africa. As he watched the crowds greet Theodore Roosevelt, he became dejected to think he had served the Lord all these years and not one person came to meet him. Morrison said that as he walked down the pathway, he felt depressed. A voice whispered to him, Henry, don't worry. You're not home yet. Then he saw a vision multiplied of thousands of Africans standing at the gates of heaven, those who had reached for Christ, applauding him as he entered heaven. If you're not being recognized down here on earth, if you're not getting the applause and the praise you think you deserve on earth, remember this, this is not your home. Woo! See, see, I don't want the celebration here. I want the celebration when I meet Jesus, when he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. I'm not looking for a pat on the backs here. 
I'm going to be hot or I'm going to be cold. And I'm going to make up my mind that I'm going to make a difference. I ask you today, what are you doing with your dash? You can't control the day you were born and you don't know the day you're going to die. But that middle, that dash, make a dent. Let the world know you were here. Do something. Let there be a book when you get to heaven saying the book of John and you another John. Because all the book of the Bible is the stories about people's lives. Give, us, give God something to talk about. When are you going to step out and be what God's called you to be? You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something.